Oh, this gives me a raging boner. <laughs> I love being <laughs> back in this room. Oh one. my god! All right, all right. Oh my oh god! My so god, this is we're prepped. We're firing. We're back in our little studio. Oh my god! Oh my god! Are you gonna put Sam Sulek up? Cool. Awesome. Grace, I reckon you got a little bit of a crush on Sam Sulek. Ew. <laughs> Sam Sulek looks like one of my, he looks like my year three teacher. Her name was Mrs. Etchells. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I have an intro to see. What am I doing? Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Fit podcast. Ooh. Ooh, the best fitness podcast in the Southern Hemisphere. Sticking with it. Um, we are very keen, or at least I know I'm amped, I'm pumped for this episode because we are back. We are back. You probably hit sitting there oh, like orgasming because of how good it sounds, the quality, but oh, we're back in our studio, our studio at the uni. They just have this room built for us because I swear no one else uses this unless you're a, like a communication student or something, but we're in this we bitch. are back in our setup. We are back. So we are back to filming the apps uh, uh, as well. Um, we did film the other ones, but they look a bit <laughs> crappy. So Grace is just currently scrolling through a news article on Sam Select diving or something. I don't even know what's ah. <laughs> But I've had I've had me I've had me peachy keen monster, um, and I'm 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 fire and I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm actually a bit disappointed. I went to the Ampole expecting to get the new strawberries and cream monster. And they didn't have it. So I'm a little bit PO'd. So I had to settle for peach keen, which is still the best flavour. But I did want to – I wanted to review the new strawberries and cream monster on this app, but we'll have to be for next week, I think. Anyway, enough of the chit-chat. Grace, how was your week? Let the people know. <gasps> it's a horse. Um – Hey guys, welcome back. <laughs> hey guys. Good to be back in the pod room. Oh, um, it's brilliant. I had, you know what? This week was a bit of a, this week was a bit of a weird one. Um, training and diet wise, good. Like I'm still on the grind. Oh yes, true. Loving it. Loving it. Loving but, um, life. Work. I just, work stuffed me around. So I had a lot of added stress in there. Yeah, they there. did, didn't they? They, they really did. screwed with my week. <laughs> um, and then on Friday, should I talk about this now? Um, oh, yes, yes. Grace came across, she's been diagnosed with something. So on so Friday. she's been talking about a diagnosis. Well, can you just not Sorry. put it like that? Sorry, but you have. You've got a diagnosis. Well, anyway. On Autism. All right, keep going. Sorry. On Friday, I got the results of my sleep study back because I don't know if people knew, but I went for a sleep study. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you follow my fitness account on Instagram, you'll yeah, know known. all about it. Grace Scarner Fitness on Instagram. And then keep going. Um, Cheeky plug. Yeah, so I got the results of my sleep study back. Turns out I have narcolepsy. Whoa. What? That actually is wild, though, because when you first explained what narcolepsy was, it was... Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we we both knew it as being that one where you fall asleep like at 
any random point in the day and yeah, you literally and you like fall down you just literally asleep. will just you could be walking and you just go like you just pass yeah. out well so. no well i have narcolepsy which is basically just ex- i think they call it excessive and uncontrollable daytime sleepiness yeah and what people normally think when they think of narcolepsy is catalepsy which is where your muscles go rigid and you do fall down yeah, yeah. And just like we'll fall down in random spots, but no. So narcolepsy basically, it's just I always feel like like my brain. I don't know how to word it. I don't know the exact specifics of it, but it's basically my brain is always in the state of like about to go to sleep. Yeah. So yeah. like I'm constantly tired. Yeah. Um. So it explains a lot. It explains why I felt the way I felt for my whole life. Really. Yeah. yeah. I always knew something was off. Yeah. And um. Never, never really knew why. I thought it was my iron levels, but it's not. Yeah. Well, you did the study and in that study, I don't know if we recapped it, you had to nap. They forced her to nap about five times across uh, a day. She slept there overnight and they monitored her. Yeah. Then she had five induced naps and she slept in every single one of them. Oh, they weren't? What do you mean induced? Like you had to, they all, well, they forced you to have a nap at yeah, certain yeah, points was, in the day. It was basically in like two hour intervals from 9am to like 5pm or something. Yeah. They would give you a window of 15 minutes to f- um, fall asleep and have a nap. Yeah. And then they'd let you sleep for like 20 minutes if you did fall asleep. And so, yeah, there was five naps throughout the day and I fell asleep in all five of those <laughs> naps, which is like... Apparently really uncommon and it's not normal. So that's where they drew the conclusion that I'm narcoleptic. She's narcoleptic. But then they've prescribed Grace some pretty wild sort of she's yeah. got she's being prescribed an amphetamine. So the treatment for it is, is I think what like threw me off the most is it's an amphetamine. So it's dexamphetamine like Dex, or something. Dexero dextroamphetamine. Or, or dexamphetamine or something. Methamphetamine or something. Well it's that's the thing. It's, it's in, in the, the same class. Yeah, as it's in the yeah. same class. So basically it's an illicit street drug. Like people take it mm. on the street and if you get tested and it shows up in your system, you can get arrested for it because yeah. it's an illicit substance. Yeah. But in this case, like it's a stimulant. So apparently the the doctors think, because I was like, do I actually have to take this? Like, it seems a bit full on. They said it will probably, like, improve, like, my quality of life and yeah. just make me feel a bit more normal. Yeah. So I'll be actually, like, feeling awake throughout the day because I just thought it was normal to feel like this all the time. Yeah. And I've just sort of learnt to cope with it, I think, which is why people might go, oh, well, like, I'm tired all the time and, <laughs> like, I feel like this. And it's like, oh, well... <laughs> You sort of don't like everyone gets the placebo effect. Like you told your parents, and they're like, "Oh, I might have that then. Yeah. I must have that." Or, or they, it's either you get the placebo effect, or they try and like fob it off as if, like, they feel the same way, and like, oh, well, then it it mustn't be that bad because like I feel tired all the time. Yeah, it's like, well, no, like it it's it got to a point where I was like, I need to try and look for something because. Yeah. It was, like, debilitating to the point where it was really affecting my day. But in saying that, like, even the doctor said I've been coping really well with it in that yeah. I work, like, we work in childcare, yeah. full-time at uni, basically. Yeah. You work out. I go to the gym four or five days a week, get yeah. 10,000 steps in every day, and prepping for a bodybuilding show, and I've just started my online coaching business, yeah. all while having narcolepsy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Which is, like... Like, not to pat my own back, but that's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, it is. 
Um, the fact that I've just like pushed myself to do it while feeling the way I felt for so long, it's like a bit of a, I guess it's a testament to me and like my discipline and stuff. Yeah, no, it is definitely. Um, but yeah, so we'll trial my, this drug that they're putting me on needs to be approved by the Australian yeah. Drug Authority. And, and so. they're not sure if she's even going to start taking it before a show because yeah. if, you, if you were to get tested too, it'll show up. And I, if you can, if you can, if you have a prescription for it, I shouldn't see an issue with it, but maybe it's viewed as like they don't care. Like maybe the yeah, it's well, still too much of a performance enhancer. I think for them to go, yeah, my no. my coach thinks because because it, it's a stimulant, it can be seen as like a like I guess you could say an athletic performance yeah, enhancer. Yeah. He's not too worried about that though. He th- he thinks that if I was to get tested and it show up, I just say that I have narcolepsy. So why doesn't he want you to take it though? He so he we think we might put it off because it's an appetite suppressant. So I, I don't that's, think that's that, a benefit for you. I was going to say, I don't yeah. think that would be an issue for me because I'm always starving. Yeah. I think that's going to work wonders for you. If anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, but I think he's just a bit worried about what it might do in terms of like my digestion and like water retention. Yeah. And there's some like, like there can be some significant like mental side effects. Yeah, I don't okay. think I have mm. anything to worry about. No, I don't think you do either. But like, we just don't know what's going to happen if I when I take it, and yeah. like I'll I won't get it until probably three weeks before my comp. Yeah, it's so yeah. like we. You may as well just run through. Yeah, until then. we're thinking of just holding off, yeah. which sucks because I would love to know what it feels like to be awake. Yeah, but yeah, so that's like. Sorry, that was like a really long update, but I thought... No, well, that's a big thing going on in your life. It's pretty significant and and it's nice to sort of like have an answer. Yeah. No, it's... For it and... You've been diagnosed. The worst thing, I think, in a lot of cases, even though you might have been hoping for it and a lot of people do, is that there isn't anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's just in the head. But sometimes when there... You can clearly tell there is something wrong. Mm. Having a diagnosis is the best thing because mm. you then know, okay, I'm not fucking going insane. Yeah, you like know? it's a bit of peace of mind. Yeah. And yeah, it just explains like it, it validates me, like the way I was feeling, I knew something wasn't right. Yeah. And it's like validating that I was right about how I felt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I remember I put a story up. Um, as well, asking people like why I, I was walking on the treadmill doing cardio and I was re- about to, like, I felt like I could have fallen asleep if I wanted to. Yeah. And I put a story up and I was like, is anybody else so tired that even when they're doing like cardio, they feel like they could just fall asleep and people were like, oh, sounds like you have chronic fatigue or you're just um, like not eating enough food. And yeah. it's like, well, here's the answer guys. Yeah. Cause I wasn't sure either. There so. you go. So, so here's the answer. Yeah. And the the thing is, I think a lot of people will just sort of make their own comments about it and stuff because it's like, oh, it's a, they just, they're doctors, they want to diagnose you and then prescribe you a pill or something or whatever and yada, yada, yada. Like, it's not that bad sort of thing. Like, yeah. there's those holistic health people that go, oh, you just need better rest and <laughs> you need to eat cleaner. I and feel like my, like, lifestyle factors are pretty good like i'm pretty good with my sleep yeah no you are yeah like i sleep a lot yeah you you could sleep like get a banging night's sleep and you still will normally be tired yeah i wasn't sure if it like well for ages grace thought it was her iron and stuff her mm. iron levels because you are low in your iron anyway yeah <laughs> but um 
and then I sort of thought that maybe it had something to do with your celiac, yeah. but you're like pretty good with that. So yeah, like well. maybe if you had had celiac, I could understand it being like that for a couple of weeks or something if you'd had like gluten, mm. but you don't ever normally. So yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, it's good that you've got an answer to it now. Yeah, you so can start taking some meth. <laughs> love that. So that's a bit of a life update, but yeah. I thought it was important, so I'd let you guys know. Yeah. Um, how's your week been though, Lewis? <sighs> Pretty oh, shit. Pretty shit, actually, because uh, as you can probably hear in my voice, I've been unwell, and I just like to put it out there, right? I was going to have a little <laughs> rant on Instagram earlier in the week when it had happened. If you go to the gym and you are sick, I fucking don't like you at all. You prick, selfish prick. Stay home if you are sick, please. There is no benefit. There is no benefit at all to you working out when you're ill. Your body is already going into overtime trying to get better and then you can go in, in there and think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and put fucking more put more on stress body, on my yeah. body and it's going to still be fine. Like, just have the rest. I like, have the day off. I had my rest day on Wednesday and that night I had a really sore throat and I was like, oh, fuck. Like that like thing when you, you drink water and it doesn't go away or you mm, swallow it twice and it's still the there. And you're like, oh, no, it's like it's, it's coming. And so I was feeling pretty unwell and then I woke up on Thursday morning and I'm normally going before. My alarm went off at about oh, five. No, actually it didn't even go off. I think I woke up in the middle of the night and I felt even worse. And I was like, no, not going to the gym this morning. I'm going to have another day off. Mm -hmm. And then I've just gone, I'm going to have until Monday off. So I've skipped three sessions and guess what? I haven't withered away into a fucking pile of dust. (laughs) I haven't just turned into a fat bastard, right? It's, you don't have to go when you're sick. Please don't. Not only for your own sake, but for every fucking one else's sake. Because it just shits me off. I, I, look, I have a suspicion, right, that it was someone that was there earlier in the week that was sick, right? Not going to name names, right? No, no, no. I don't know. I just – I'm just um, – you can understand my frustration. I think anyone can if you when you get sick. No one likes being sick, right? I could sit there and be like, oh, I fucking hate getting sick. Everyone hates getting sick. But don't go out there when you're still unwell, clearly unwell, right? Coughing, sneezing, fucking you sound like clogged up. Don't go out there into public, into a very like... Um, and spread it around. Especially at the gym, when you're touching things and you're sharing it with other... It's a very like small, mingly space. It, you're just going to give it to other people. Like, oh, just just don't, okay? All right, look, I'm doing it and it's not that hard, right? You just stay at home. People go, oh, my mental health and well-being. Just focus on getting better. It's worse when you're sick. That should be your, your main priority. So, yeah, my week's been average because I've gotten sick and I think it also doesn't help. I jinxed it. I came to, uh, you know, I, I thought back towards the end of last week and I'm like, you know, I haven't been sick. This has been the longest run I've, I've not been sick in uh, like ages. I'm someone who will frequently or over the last few years has frequently gotten sick like once a, every two months sort of thing, like, or three months. Like it just feels often. Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm always sick, you know? Yeah. Um, and it would take ages for me to get rid of a cold. But I think it's because I didn't prioritise getting better. Because mm-hmm. I'm already starting to feel better. And I got this on like Wednesday or Thursday and it's Saturday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just please stay home. I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I jinxed it and I was like, you know, oh, I haven't been sick in like five, six months. It'd been it's six months easily. Mm-hmm. And so it been a while. probably more. And I was like, wow, this is good. As mm-hmm. soon as I think that, sick. So, yeah, no, don't, don't come to the gym when you're unwell because you're not going to be too popular. That's that's all I'm going to say. 
yeah, yes, filthy bastards. Yeah, just think of yourself and everyone else. You get no benefit from it at all. Agreed. Like no benefit. I'd I put you. I don't care if you sit there and go, oh, you couldn't possibly have a week off the gym. Yes, you can. Right? Stop being selfish, because that's all it is. People being selfish. And I'm not having it. I used to be like that too. I don't worry. I've been to the gym plenty of times when I'm unwell and I really should have just stayed home because I sit there three weeks later and think, how am I still not better? Mm. Well, maybe because I've still kept going to the gym. Yeah, I wonder why. Mm. So you'll be fine. The first few sessions back might be a bit rough, but you'll be back to normal in a week. So, yeah, that's just my little piece on that. Sorry, <laughs> an incredibly passive-aggressive piece because or well, aggressive, not passive-aggressive, <laughs> just because I've I just got the shits. I hate it. Fair enough, though. Yeah. So Sorry, I'm eating pickles and crackers. Mm, it's my refill no, day. Yeah, yeah. Grace is munging away. Um, anyway, uh, on to the bulk of this video. Um, it's going to be a fun one. This is going to be a fun one because we thought we'd bring a fun one back, you know. We, uh, last week was very sciencey. I think the last few weeks have been a bit sciencey. We're back in the groove of it, you know. The energy's here now because we're back in our room. Back in our space, you know. I genuinely think it does make a difference. Like, it, it is a bit pay to win, like I will say. Being of in course. this room, I'm like, I am like, I could think of anything to talk about and we'll just sit here and talk. And I feel like I talk way better, way better. I'm not sit, sat there like, oh, um, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week, uh, as you can tell by the title, as always, <laughs> we are doing uh, overrated or underrated uh, gym things, like uh, gym things. I don't know what the title will be, but <laughs> maybe it might be a clickbaity thing, like why this is overrated or something. Or, um, but we'll see. Um, but we are essentially just playing the game of uh, is it overrated or is it underrated? And the rules are simply: you have to pick one. You can't say that it is just rated like well, even if it kind of is. You've got to pick one, and and yeah. So I've just got a bunch of different things, gym things, and uh, yeah, I just thought we'd. We'd run through them and say what we think if they're overrated or underrated. So, um, the crab likes money. <laughs> the sponge likes it's fun. fun. <laughs> you know the star keeps shining. You know the squid likes, likes guns. guns. All right. Um. Anyway. Um. To start us off, we have stretching. Is it overrated or underrated? And what we're going to do? I'm just going to count back from three, and we're going to say our answers. Then we'll then we'll then we'll de- uh, debrief. We'll say why. Okay, so stretching. Ready? Three, two, one. Overrated. underrated. Oh, it's no, it's underrated. Lewis. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Stretching is overrated. No, if I had to pick one, it's underrated because <sighs> we can't as well. Like we can't have like a middle answer. We have to go hardcore either one. Yeah, or the other. yeah, that's what makes it good. So that's why if I had to choose overrated or underrated, I'd put underrated. Because why? Because tell me what bad can come of stretching. Well, well, there is studies to show that excessive uh, static stretching before... uh, uh, No, but this isn't specific though, right? No. This could be stretching afterwards. Oh, yeah. Like, like, uh, you have to make it specific if you're going to be specific. uh, I know, I know. But we're just saying, I guess, like, in terms of everyone's going to the gym to essentially lift weights now, right? Do resistance training. Uh Uh-huh. There there are studies that show that static stretching before resistance training actually um, affects the amount, uh, how uh, intense you can actually lift. It it is there is evidence out there to show that it can uh, hinder your performance in the gym. Do you know what? Like, is it and good some evidence, people though? still sit there? Yeah, Ryan Jules has spoken about it. 
So I will have you know. <laughs> no. Okay, then. So, um, fair. So, and there's some people that do a ritual of like 30 minutes of stretching before working right. out. Well, what thinking about that it is like necessary. If okay. they didn't, they'd tear a no, muscle. No, but like. This could be stretching after your workout or stretching on your rest day. Just, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's necessary, though. How much of a difference do you think it would make stretching after if you didn't? You don't stretch after. You've just started doing no, mobility. No, but, like, I, like, you can tell that, like, my flexibility is, like, so bad. And there's nothing wrong with being flexible and being able to stretch well and... I just don't see that there's anything. I suppose, but really people wrong put too much of an emphasis on stretching. That no, but that's like the exaggerated case. Like a lot of people. That's don't why. But that's stretch, why I'm saying though. I think it's overrated because people put too much emphasis. But not on many it. people do. No, there are. And I don't think if you uh, if you stretch after your workout. Or even a little bit before your workout. Not excessive. I'm I'm not talking like you excessively static stretch before your session. But people do though. They do like yeah, almost not circuit many, stretching. Not many people do though. That's that's definitely more of like an exaggeration. Is it though? Yes, it no. is. A hundred percent. I don't reckon. I just don't think there's anything wrong with stretching. It, it, it won't do you any harm. No, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with other than what I mentioned just before. But That's right. That's I think why I think it's It's just time-wasting, though. I just, I don't know. I just don't think. It's not time-wasting. Maybe, like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to get into the whole argument of, like, maybe doing it before, like, sports and stuff and whatever, because I know you stretch and you warm up and stuff and whatever. Warming up is, is what you want to do. So like warming up the movements you're yeah. about to do. Yeah, but this is but just stretching. before your workout. There's so many other instances in which you stretch. Know, you're thinking of the smallest, the smallest like facet of stretching. No, it, that's a big portion of it. That's not small. You can't lie. People stretch before to prevent injury. That's like what a lot of like I'd say near majority of people that stretch. That that's the mindset with stretching. It's to prevent injury beforehand. When really you just need a warm up. That's true. For in terms of warm up sake, like I see your point, but I think overall, if you want to look, if you want to do it, overall, I think it's underrated it. yeah. because okay. I think good things come of stretching. Right. Well, this is why this is good because we 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 have to argue the extreme sides of this. So, Grace has gone with underrated for that one. I have said over. So, uh, the next one, fasting. Ooh. Oh, okay. Alrighty. Three, two, one. Overrated. overrated. Yeah, I was going to say. That. We can, We can agree on that. Fasting is oh. definitely overrated. It's just not necessary. You'll just never catch me saying that fasting's good or a good strategy. Like, no, it, look, let me, no, let me just say, yeah. if genuinely you, you are one of those people that if you eat in the morning, you're just like, you cannot eat in the morning. It makes you sick. It makes you nauseous during your session. Like, if it actually affects you eating in the morning, yeah. then fine, fast for a little bit. Yeah. But if you're doing it, and, and look, I can also see it as a weight loss tactic. If, like, it really, really helps you decrease your calorie intake so yes. you're eating less. Like you've got a smaller window to eat. Yes. I can understand I that. I can understand that, but I don't think it's by any means necessary. No, it's and there's no benefit. No, it provides no benefit. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you're using it as a strategy to shorten the time that you have to eat all your calories so that's that all it's good you for. feel like fuller, I guess, for longer and whatever. Like if you want to use it as a strategy, 
sure. But if you're sitting there saying, oh, no, intermittent fasting is what burns fat or shreds fat. That's or like bullshit. Something. No, that's, that's, a, that's false. That's, that is bullshit. Um, and don't get me wrong. I think everyone's gone through a phase of fasting again. But we learn from our mistakes here. We just, you know, everyone's gone through it and yeah. you realise that it's pointless. I've seen Eddie Abu fucking fast, but, you know, I've heard him talk about he doesn't even like food, but I'm not going to get into that. But he'll eat his first meal at 4.30 p.m. That's fucking stupid. Ridiculous. Like, that's so stupid. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> oh, that um, does my head in. Wait, can you can you turn the monitor back on? I'm, I'm positive. I'm not clued up on it, but isn't there... Isn't there studies to say that as like a bodybuilder and stuff, you should be eating like every two hours or something? Uh, there's that's the whole. I think I think you're maybe touching into that whole anabolic window thing right. or whatever. That, I don't know anything about that. I think no. There's nothing to suggest that like you. Uh, there's literally no difference with you spacing out your meals correctly or you eating every single calorie you have to in yeah. like an hour window. At the end of the day, the body. Doesn't. It doesn't go. Oh, it's two p.m. I shouldn't yeah, be eating right yeah, now. No, yeah, that's what I but, mean. But I'm, I'm saying that there. I can still understand you eating sooner rather than later. Like, it just yeah. anyway. Like for instance, if you finish a workout, probably best you eat something in the next couple of hours after. It's, but it doesn't. It literally there is not a whole lot of evidence out there to suggest that if you worked out then didn't eat for six seven hours after until dinner that that's like bad that's catabolic if as long as you get your calories in in that 24-hour window after working out that's fine there'll be people out there that go no that's terrible because you feel hungry and stuff of course you're gonna feel hungry you just fucking went and burnt a heap of calories like, look if if you're qualified on this if you're a dietitian or if if you're like really qualified in, in i don't this think aspect yeah. let us know what your thoughts are on like eating every two hours and whatnot but at the end of the day back to fasting yeah Use it as a strategy if you want, but it is so overrated. Yeah, I I was going to say, I don't think you'll find too many actual qualified dietitians out there that are like, Gonna preach fasting and say no, that. No, I meant I didn't mean too. I didn't say give your opinion on fasting. I said give your opinion on the anabolic window. Oh, oh, oh because okay. I don't know yeah. anything about that. Yeah, yeah. So if we've missed something and that's true and there's evidence to back it up, yeah. just let us know. Alrighty. Um, the next one. This one I reckon is hard. This one is tricky, but I have I have my answer for. It, I think ab training. So training abs. Um, overrated no, 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 or on. underrated? On, I'll give on. you. I'll give you five seconds to think about it. Hold on, hold on, wait. No, I need to stop. Uh, okay, wait. Hold on. Ab training. Yeah. Training your abs. Yeah, ab training. Training your abs. But actually, just training your abs. Yes. All right. You ready? Um. Um. Three. Oh fuck. Two. Yeah. One. Overrated, overrated but like just, just. I think. Because if we said this five years ago, six years ago, I'd say overrated by a country mile. Because but now not so how much. many people, everyone went through a phase of doing their like little fucking eight week ab blaster program thinking that they were going to get a fucking six pack at the end of it. I had an app I paid money for <laughs> to get me abs in eight weeks and I followed it to the T and it was hard. I'm not going to say it was easy, but it got me nowhere. It got me no abs. Because because you had body fat covering yes, them. Yes, yes. But I don't fully believe in just, oh, it's just they're made purely in the kitchen too. No. I still think they're like any other muscle and you should train them. Of course. Some people are more fortunate and yes. don't have to. 
but I have noticed that I have grown my actual abs. Like at least the, I can, from what I can see so far, the top two, mm-hmm. they're, they're bigger and like they're, they're more defined than they used to be from just doing simply like cable crunches yeah, look, once the, a week. At the end of the day, your abs are a muscle and we know to grow muscle, you have to provide mechanical tension. Yes, yes. So if you want to grow your abs... Train them. Yes, train them. But at the end of the day, we all have been blessed with abs. I think genetically it just comes down to what they'll look like when you shed the body fat down. Yeah. And you're not going to see your abs if you hold a lot of body fat around your midsection. Yeah, exactly. So So I think you can get away with not training them. Yes. And you can still see some definition. Mm. But, like, if you want, like chiseled juicy abs we'll just hit the gym yeah and just all like if i was to recommend training abs i only hit them once a week and all i'll do is like two sets of like cable crunches um if you don't know how to perform a cable crunch have a look it up um and they're pretty they're, – they're a little bit tricky to start with, um, but they're really good. I find I could just live off cable crunches. But then if you want to hit the lower portion of your abs too, um, just some, like, leg raises is all you need to do. I don't even do, like – I just do body weight leg raises on the decline bench, and that's, that's all you need. You don't need to do fucking oblique things. You don't need to do Russian twists. You don't need to – like, you don't need to do these, like – you know, oh, like three second static hold things and stuff. No, you don't have to. You have to provide some sort of tension to the muscle, some sort of um, resistance in there. So, mm. like, people will plank and plank and be like, "Oh, this is growing my abs." And it's well, like, planking is good for your, like it's good. It's good for your intrinsic core muscles yes. more so than it's not going to grow your abs. No, but look, I think it's overrated because at the end of the day, like, really, you still could go okay. Not mm. training your abs if you got down to like a certain body fat. Yes, yes. That's why I said overrated. Overrated. They're, they're slightly though, because yeah. there is the whole argument for they're in the kitchen. But no. So that was that was a good one. I actually think that was a that was that was a tough one. Um. All right. Next one. Wrist straps. So. So like the our straps for like pulling exercises yeah, okay, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Underrated. underrated. Yes. Of they, course. They still cop so much flame. I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> they still cop so much flame, so much fire. No, they do. They Fuego. genuinely. I saw a TNF video on it today, and there are people that are out there with their fucking cocks out, their their tiny cocks, their egos, just flapping it around everywhere, being like, yeah, "You bitch, <laughs> you use fucking straps, blah blah blah." And then he used a perfect example: the top three Olympians from the current, like the Olympians, the one uh, Derek, whatever it was, is it Derek? Yeah, that came first. Mm-hmm. And then Hattie's second and the guy that came third, he found fucking videos of them all training using uh, using their wrist straps. Yep. So what's your argument then, you dickheads? Like, oh, just stop being so ignorant. That just, oh, it just shits me off. It's, it's people's ego. It's a big ego, ego thing. Mm. They, literally, it's just you want to isolate your back better. You don't want your forearms included. So use wrist straps. It's simple as that. I love I love wrist straps. Oh, I, yeah. Give them a go. Like, I swear everyone, like, ends up loving them. I love taking, like, the stress off of my, like, my hands and my wrists mm. and just, like, in everything now. Like, I, if there's a way where I can do something and sort of, like, take my hand out of it, mm. I'll do it. I definitely find sometimes it can leave, like, like marks on yeah, my like, wrists and stuff. sometimes. Look, and I it's have the same as just so much jewellery and stuff that I yeah. have to work around and, like, it digs, but so worth it. Yeah. it. It makes such a difference. Oh, yeah. A huge difference. Huge difference. Like... The fact that you can still perform the exercise and your hand can literally not be grabbing 
the fucking handle and you can still perform it says fucking so much about how good they are. Yeah. So much about it. And you can just focus so much more on like executing the movement correctly and lifting a bit more. It's just, they're so underrated. They're worth it. It's the best money spent in the gym, honestly, like lifting straps. Everyone, 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 doesn't matter if you're new or fucking 10 years deep. Need to use them. Everyone should use them. There's this thing of like, oh, they're like only for people that have been working out for ages. No. Everyone, okay? Stop. <laughs> oh my fucking sorry, god. Sorry, that was not. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the dramatic one. Wait, I just want to find the. This one. There we go. Sorry, guys. Far out. Sorry, <laughs> oh my god, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> um, all right, next one we've got here is creatine. Ooh, creatine. What do you What do you think? Wait, ready? We'll count us down with this. Ready? Three, two, one. Underrated. 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 Yeah. I think creatine's underrated. Yeah. I love that sound yeah, effect. See, that's, that's, that's a cool really sound cool. effect. Yeah. Soundboard is mint in here. Soundboard. Um, underrated just because there's no harm to taking it. Creatine monohydrate. Yeah, There's, there's no negatives to taking it. You will see so much. I can't believe that it's 2024 <laughs> and people are still making reasons why you should be taking creatine and having to debunk the stupid things of like, oh, fucking hair loss and it, like it, this and that. And, and it like, don't people say it like messes with your liver and Yeah, and, and your shit. hormones and stuff. It's I'm like, like where are you hearing this shit? Like yeah. far out. They sell it at your fucking chemist for like $30. <laughs> like what? Like... It's not going to go – it's not like you're taking test. Like, it's not – you're taking trend. Like, it's just – it's a it's a supplement that we get in from food naturally and you're probably going to struggle to get it in from just food alone. So supplementing it is very good. And the amount of studies now is so researched, it is unbelievable, that show the benefits of it. Literally, like, strength improvement and everything. Oh, there's, there's so much – there's so many resources out there showing it and it's just – People still don't take it. If if you're limited in your budget, maybe, but like, if you can, it's not do that. It. It's not that expensive, too. Yeah, do it. I, I see TikToks. You know, it was it was in one I saw the other day, and it's like, um, like what's on your mind or something. It's one of those ones, and it's like the picture of like half a head with like the brain thought mm-hmm. bubble thing, and it's like, imagine what I'd look like if I took creatine, creatine and yeah. it's like. Why aren't you? Like, what? I think that was a joke. No, but you go in the comments and people are like, oh, I don't want to lose my hair and I don't want to be not natural and stuff and whatever. Like, how are people so, like, mindless to it? So dense. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm like, I understand if you're new and you've just walked into it and stuff, but, like, yeah, just, it's, nah. You've, it should be taking it again. It's like the lifting straps. It doesn't matter what stage you're at in your lifting, you should be taking it. You don't even have to train to take it, right? Yeah, it's it's. Like I think it's, it's, it. it's there's studies too that have shown it's got a lot of benefits for people that aren't even working out. Yeah, like health wise, it's just it's just good to take. It's you know, and it's there's plenty of research showing why. And you know, I know we've sat here before in the past and had our opinions on certain certain supplements like multivitamins and being on about why they're dog shit. But this one, yeah, this one has actually it's a bit different. Yeah. Um, so that's your reminder to take your creatine today if yes, you haven't. Yes, take your five Gs or uh, I do a bit more. If you're a bit bigger, I'll take a bit more. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, creatine yeah. definitely underrated. Um, oh, next one. Yeah, I'm going to go with this one instead. Dumbbells. So the dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Dumbbells. Dumbbells. <laughs> yeah, are they <laughs> overrated or are they underrated? Okay. Ready? Hang on. Oh, three. 
two, one. Underrated. Overrated. Oh. I don't even know if I said that word right. Underrated. Oh, I'm, see, it's hard to pick because this one is a hard one, it, I think. Well, this is a one where it's like, are we talking in a sense of like a perfect world or just like like everyday realities for some people and... What do you mean by that? Like, I mean, like, in a perfect world, if there's a machine to do everything on, well, then obviously a machine, but dumbbells are so versatile yeah. that you can have a set of dumbbells mm-hmm. at home and still do a workout. Yeah, that's that's where I'm, like, uh, yeah. I, that's where I'm, like, struggling is that if you were anywhere in the world, you could get a good workout in with a good pair of dumbbells. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, it might not be the best, but... You know, if you're overseas or something, like, you're not guaranteed that you, you know, your fucking uh, seated chest supported fucking single arm lat row machine's going to be there. So I can definitely see that's, that's where I guess this can fall apart a bit, this thing, but, um, yeah, they can definitely be underrated from that aspect. I know what you mean, though. Like, but why you would say overrated. Overall, if you had the choice, like, of, yes. like, dumbbells and then, like, machines and stuff, like, free weights or machines. Obviously machines. I'm big in machines. And so that's why I, it, it's such a still, like, a gym bro thing, ego thing to go, no, it's the free weights and, like, the whole thing of, like, we spoke about it not long ago about you need to activate your stabilizer muscles and, like, it's better. It's, it, it creates real strength. Like, fucking, that's a stupid argument. Like I've seen so many things about like free weights. Oh my Sorry. god, free weights create like real strength. Where machines is just like gym strength. It's not re- like what the fuck. What's real strength and what's gym strength? Yeah, they're the same thing. You donkey. So yeah, I'm just. Uh, I think I would just say slightly overrated. I know what you mean. Like, because yeah, in a perfect world, yeah, obviously you well, want yeah the stability of a machine. So, yeah. but if if you are like that's what I just explained. If you are caught in that situation where like yeah you're away overseas or something, don't choose to not work out because your machine's not there. Like if there's dumbbells, figure out what you're going to do with them. That's what I did when we went overseas to some places. The world's smallest gym in Spain, the first place we stayed at, it literally had a treadmill. And I think dumbbells, it only went up to like 12 kilos. Wait, what gym was this? The one when you were sick in oh, San Sebastian. Did I even see that No, gym? no. I've got a video of it actually. Yeah, wow. But I'd made do with it. I just thought, fuck it, I'll do some arm stuff. And even though it was really high volume and not the best because it wasn't the heaviest, you know, I still made do and I still got in a workout. I still got something done. So I can I can respect dumbbells for that. But overall... I'm still going to – I'm going to slide with overrated, I think. Are you still sticking with underrated? I'm still sticking with underrated. Okay. They're just – they're too convenient. Yes, yes. All right, next one. Actually, I might do this one and we can then talk about our experiences with taking it because we oh, have been taking it I for the see. last few months. Right. The next one is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. And we have spoken – we have met, touched on ashwagandha as like a test booster when we rated supplements episodes and episodes ago but we actually hadn't taken the thing and now that we have i think uh we can we yeah can sort of we've had like so ashwagandha you're meant to cycle it as well so we've basically done our first cycle of ashwagandha yeah um, um but i oh we have to do overrated under yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. ready oh, okay ready three two one overrated yes yes i but, think it's overrated but I will. St- I'm not going to sit here and slander it and say that it no. did nothing. The, I tell you now, I was I wigged out, and I think Grace did too. There was a slight like it, it definitely did in the first few mm. weeks. I don't know. It could be placebo. Okay, I'm yeah, not going to rule that the out. Thing, though. It is hard to 
pinpoint exactly what it was. Yeah. But I uh, this is why I'm more so going with overrated. Magnesium does the job. Magnesium is does the job. Mm-hmm. It's a nice supplement to magnesium because it, at the end of the day, what it's helping do is to really set your circadian rhythm so that you've got a good sleep schedule. And so then you're taking magnesium on top of it. Oh, chef's kiss, good combo. Well, I what I more so what I more so took away from taking ashwagandha is I know like one of the um, you know claimed benefits of it is that it can reduce anxiety and stress. Yeah. So sleep wise, I would say it didn't do a whole lot for me. Like I really, I've had like some of the worst sleeps I've had in that time period. Really? Yeah. Like, okay. Um, and I've struggled to fall asleep a lot. So I don't think it did anything for me sleep-wise. This could be placebo, but I, th- like, have felt a bit more, like, lax, like, yeah, okay. a bit more chill. It doesn't make you go, like, fucking numb and, like, you no, know, the, no. the world is just, like... Like, you're not emotionless, but, like, yeah. I feel like I was just... Shit. I, I, maybe I've just, you know, progressed as a human, but um, I did feel, like, really chill and, like, I wasn't getting overly anxious about things and stuff like that. Yeah, so in terms of, like, uh, stress relief and ang- and reducing anxiety symptoms, I personally thought, like, I, I felt a difference. I was like, oh, I'm so much more chill now. Really? No, but can I just say there's also, like, a lot of variables and factors that could have contributed yeah. to that, right? Yeah. So I worked a little bit less. So I'm, I'm probably a little bit less stressed there. I've I got – I've – you know, come accustomed to my training and prep program. Um, I haven't had uni, you know, I've gone off the pill, which I know can oh, like true, mess true. with you a bit, but true. like, like even so, like maybe that's made me feel better. So there's so many things that could have accounted for my like reduced anxiety that I yeah. can't pin it down to it being ashwagandha. Yeah. So other than that, like, it was fun taking it and thinking, oh, my God, maybe this is doing something for my sleep and my stress. But, like, I think it's overrated because really it didn't do a whole lot. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd, I'd stick with overrated. We bought it when it was, like, like on a clearance price, like I think half price or something because I think it's normally, like, 50 bucks, 60 bucks for a whole. Well, how it was much? Like six, wasn't it 60, 50? 60 capsules? Yeah. I think it was, like, 60. It was, like, roughly two months worth. Yeah, yeah. No, but, like, the price. The, oh. I think it was like 50, 60 bucks and we got remember. it for half the price. We got it for like 20 bucks, I think. So I was like, I may as well. Yeah. I found it went really good with my sleep. Like mm. the first um, couple weeks, like two weeks, I remember it being like, uh, it just somehow, like I was, I was just feeling like I was falling asleep really good and I was waking up really good. Like I, I definitely felt a change with my sleep. Like it was, my sleep got even better, you know, um, like taking magnesium is like, great and that is like a staple for good sleep but this just like seemed to just enhance it almost and make it feel better i didn't get the whole thing of like oh i'm numb and blah blah yeah, and no, whatever i'm like and i didn't see like a change in the gym in terms of performance in terms of it being a test booster i think yeah, no. that's full of shit um so i i definitely have to say it's overrated just yeah. because the, the effects seem to be minimal Obviously, there's the whole argument I've heard people say, oh, but you need to do more than, like, one cycle. Nah, nah. I just think it's fucking a bit of bullshit, right? Yeah. It, it, it will have some some sort of effect. It definitely does. But I, I don't know whether or not I was dosing it right. I was having one tablet because it did say one tablet, but 
I think it tells us to have like one magnesium and I take two. So if I wanted to feel more of the effects, maybe I should have taken two because I'm like maybe a bit bigger. So maybe, you know, I should have taken two. You would have taken like one. And it does say to take it like with food. And I was doing that at the start, but I like started just taking it before I went to sleep. So I'm like, whether or not that played an effect on it doing anything or not, I don't know. But overall, I'm going to tell you to save your money. Like, mm, me too. Don't, yeah, don't. It's not really that worth nah, it. Nah, it's, it's not, it's not that worth it. But the last one we'll do just because we just touched on it then is magnesium. Magnesium. Ready? Three, two, one. Underrated. What? Well, actually, I don't feel like I can chime what? in. I don't feel like I can chime in well on this because oh. no matter what, I feel like... Because she has now epilepsy, guys. <laughs> what? That's just not funny. I have narcolepsy, so I can't really relate. Do you think I want to have narcolepsy, (laughs) Lewis? Why are you making a joke of it then? I'm not making a joke of it. I'm just... Well, well, I can sit here and shit talk magnesium then the whole time because it does nothing for me because because of something that I can't control. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, So what do you want me to say? No, nothing, nothing, I think. That's that's you can have your opinion on the magnesium. We'll, we'll see. I just don't feel like I'm a very good person to judge magnesium. True, true, true. That's what I'm saying. You're an outlier to the study. So, um, but it's definitely I think if as as long as you don't have narcolepsy, it's definitely underrated, and you like will only benefit from having it. And that is not on placebo. Like I've been taking it now for close to a year. I think every night. You don't have to cycle it or anything bullshit like that. Most people are deficient in it. Again, it's another thing of like um, people are like deficient in it and you can get it from sources of red meat and stuff. But again, it's just far easier and yeah, we'll just, yeah, far easier to supplement it um, in a capsule. So um, I suppose... I suppose for me personally, I think it's overrated, but for other people, it's probably underrated. Definitely helps. I wouldn't say it's not like a thing. I know people get prescribed it to help them fall asleep. I guess it sort of helped me. I don't really have those. I used to, when I was younger, used to struggle to fall asleep a lot. I only get that rarely now, so possibly. What are your thoughts on it for like muscle recovery, but? Oh... Um, oh, maybe for, cr- mm. well, no, can I also say this? It's meant to reduce cramps, right? Yes. I had the first cramp I've had in like years. True. And I take magnesium every single night. Yeah. And I woke up in the night. That's weird. With like a crazy That's cramp yeah. in my, in my car. Oh, I haven't gotten a single cramp since taking it, but I'm not someone that cramped. So like would, maybe would I cramp just, easily. Magnesium so. just doesn't work for me at all. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but it's definitely up for sleep quality or like. It's good. It will, like, it will make me some mornings. Um, if I've taken it too late, I find that it can make me like really tired of a morning. Yeah. Like, I can find I'm a bit slower to wake up, and it's definitely the magnesium because, like, I'm normally quite good of a morning. Like, if I've had eight nine hours sleep, I'll be fine waking up. Like, I'm not going to be dragging and being like, obviously, the quality over quantity. But even if I had a good night's sleep. With, with it sometimes eight, nine hours, I can wake up and be a bit like, or like tired and just want to keep sleeping or whatever. But no. Maybe you have narcolepsy. No. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> um, don't diagnose me. <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck? 
Um, but no, overall, definitely worth worth a go, worth a try. You can get it for cheap. Get make sure I've, I've stressed this and said this probably a hundred times because we're talking about magnesium heap. Um, don't not get the oxide. Ma- don't get oxide. No, not the oxide. You we want use the chelate. We use chelate. Chelate's fine just because there is no oxide in it. It's the cheapest one though. Like obviously there are other forms. Like there's a glycinate, which I think is the best. Um, but yeah, just, just as long as you don't get the oxide, then I think yeah. Look, I was speaking off personal experience, so but I think for <coughs> the general population, it is probably underrated, and I don't yeah. think taking it will do any harm. Yeah, and you could see benefits from it. Yeah, in terms of like your sleep quality, and mm. you know, yeah, it might help you reduce cramps. Not for me though, yeah. but um, yeah. So, do you have any? Any other things you want to over or underrate? Oh, really quickly. We'll okay. do this quickly because we have to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cardio. Oh, true. I forgot this one. All right. All right hang on. Ready? Ooh. Oh, fuck. Hang on. I'm just thinking now what I want to say. Cardio, cardio. Yeah, cardio. okay. I've got what I want to say. Oh, like in terms of what the Ready? Like, oh, Press the button. Fuck. Ready? Three, two, one. Underrated. Lewis? Underrated, Lewis, underrated, Lewis, underrated. You underrated. were too long. No, underrated. I will say I was an avid cardio hater yeah. probably like six months ago. If you asked me if we should do cardio, I would shit all over it. I hated it. Now, now having to do my 10,000 steps a day, which I would say is cardio. It's list. It's it's low intensity, steady yeah, state yeah, yeah. cardio. yeah, yeah. Love it. I look forward to getting 10,000 steps in a day. It makes me feel great. I get like an endorphin rush from it. I feel good. I feel productive. I know that I've just burnt some extra calories. Not that that's a thing. Like that's not a thing you should be worrying about. But it's just good for you. It's good for like your mental health. It's good to move your body. Moving your body is good. Nothing bad comes of moving your body. And it's so low intensity. And I'm all for cardio in that state. In, in In the forms of like getting your steps in and whatnot, I think it's absolutely great. I think it's great to get... Well, getting your steps in is cardio. Like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That There's literally no other way to get your steps in though. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. great. But, like, I know a lot of people think cardio, oh, I'm going on a fucking 5K run. Yeah. Look, if if you're into that, I don't see anything wrong with it too. And I would really, really like to know if there – there probably has. I, I've probably just not looked at it. But if there's, like, actual, like, liter, liter, literature stating that weightlifting – if you do weightlifting and cardio that they, like – affect each other like if there's like an if there's an effect because i've been seeing a few people say that you know there's nothing really to show that if you do want to do sprint training and or high intensity interval training or run while you lift weights that it's going to like really drastically impact your gains no but you just have to factor in the fatigue that you're going to build up from doing it. that makes sense as well i i think it's underrated in that if you're not all about hypertrophy and getting gains i think it's good for you i think it's good for your heart and it's good for your body and your mind so look i'll argue the opposite that if you are focused on the hypertrophy and everything that you don't have to really stress about it. Even yes, I even, agree. even really on a cut, like you don't have to worry about it if you don't want to. Like you knew it infrequently. Um it's up to you. People will go on about like, oh, but what about your circulatory health and stuff? It's 
your fucking heart is still pumping when you're lifting weights and stuff. Like mm. it's still, it's just some sort of form of stress to your circulatory system. And if anything, like weightlifting and resistance training is fucking perfect for that too. You don't have to do long winded out sessions of running and stuff like that. Um, I will, I will definitely say I can see the mental aspect of it and like feeling like, you know, like the runner's high and all that stuff. That's definitely true. And there, uh, it's a different form of like mental clarity and like, um, wellness in comparison to the sort of mental gain you get from doing like weight training mm-hmm. and stuff. It's different. So, but there's nothing wrong with different forms. Like, having no, no, no. It's different in that. Like, I won't sit here and say, "Oh, well, you can get better. that from weight training yeah, anyway." But yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I will say, I will say, it's overrated in that. Like, in that aspect of, it's still such a like heavily pushed component yes. when it comes to things like weight training and stuff, and like just general overall health like it has to be cardio yeah, no. and stuff like like people when they first get into wanting to lose weight think that they have to do a fucking two hour long run every day to lose weight and no. when realistically they go oh well it's just what i'm eating and it's just the food that I'm- i think that it's really underrated if you're coming from like a healthy standpoint yeah. like if you've got a healthy relationship with everything Doing eight to ten thousand steps yeah. a day is not going to do you any harm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I though agree in that if you think you have to do cardio to get results, not true. Yeah. And and I definitely will not sit here and say that cardio is like superior for fat loss. It's just not. Yeah, if no. you want to lose fat, like if that's your goal here, lift some weights. Yeah, yeah. But if you just want to like support your mental health and just move your body a bit more, I think it's like I've really started personally, this is like more a lot like it's a personal thing. Yeah. She's been I, going on a hot girl walk. I've so. just been really enjoying it and feeling really good and, and it's coming from someone who hated cardio yeah. and like wouldn't do steps if you paid me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I think it's also good, I will say, in the regard of like doing the steps and like low intensity yes. for um, being able to eat more too. If you're on like a, yeah. it will on any sort of form of diet, it's it, you are just essentially opening up more calories to eat. Like if you are walking that extra 10,000 steps a day on top of training, like that's an, that's more calories burnt to you, whether I don't know what that would equate to calorie wise, whether that's near a thousand or like no, probably that's not that much, but dependent. like five hundred ish or whatever. On the person, it's still, but no, but still, ten thousand steps is some form of calorie and energy expenditure. Yeah, yeah, so of course, you're going to be able to eat a bit more. And if you are doing that, and say, for instance, you're on a bowl, and say you do maybe indirectly get ten thousand steps, and you have to equate for that because exactly. it is energy expenditure. So, so I think too, it's it's doing things like steps and adding in cardio you sort of it's good to be in a healthy mindset yeah. because it can get a bit toxic oh, yeah. De- definitely definitely but um, no i think but they still gyms don't need to have 20,000 no, treadmills and bikes and ellipticals and stuff that take up more than half the space in the gym right uh that's just a big uh statement to all you commercial gym fuckers that fill the gyms with fucking 
hundred treadmills. But if you want to go for a walk, go for a walk. It'll do you no harm. Yeah. Um, but we need to wrap this up because yes. I believe we're going to get kicked out in a minute. So uh, thank you all for listening and Thanks tuning in again. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Oh, so I'm so chuffed that we're back in the room. That like was, it just it went so much smoother. That it was feels like a good chat this week. Mm. I enjoyed this episode. It's like yeah, exactly. You see, it's it's like it's because we're here. Right? I like talking in episodes. Yes, yes. Grace gets a word in, and it's been an hour, and it doesn't even feel like it yeah so <laughs> anyway <laughs> no it'll be easy to edit all right um have a blessed week yes, guys uh, have a great week we love you all the grind is coming back eat sleep rest repeat we are we are bringing this podcast up up in the rankings this year and it's gonna happen i'm i feel i'm fired up in this room i feel fucking fired up way go all right way go all right love you all and goodbye goodbye <laughs>